seems like they're everywhere you turn. Every single day they invade the headlines. Another half-wit criminal with a half-baked scheme. Another social media simpleton going viral. Another Florida man stretching the bounds of stupidity. Or another pack of SJWs throwing a temper tantrum. And that's not even the worst of it. From the empty talking heads on the cable news channels, to the humorless hacks in Hollywood, to the pea brain politicians pulling the puppet strings, everywhere you look, there's another idiot telling you how to live your life. Like, people should be able to, like, eat what they want, do what they want. Absolutely not! I mean, it's not like he's going out there in his campaign ads, like, <laughs> Joe Biden is a reptile man. He keeps the streets of Gotham feeding much safer than Commissioner Gordon, but he doesn't wear a badge because Batman doesn't have to follow any rules. You know, all the kids started ganging up on him and calling him a little googly-eyed, kicky-pants <laughs> jelly boy. Oh, I say the Edward all the time now. You know, I, I just go out on the strip and I scream it. You say a sucky bitch? Whoa, reverend. A, a, a sucky bitch. You don't know what a sucky bitch is. You mean like you're talking like Cardi? Like Cardi B, I, I, I heard she got that walk. Well, Jay and Anissa have had enough. Armed with clever satire, madcap humor, and the craziest cast of characters in podcasting, they're lining up and taking aim at the world of stupidity every single week. Because it is time to go to war. The War on Morons. It is Tuesday, November 10th, 2020, and this is episode 54 of The War on Morons. I'm Jay. And I'm Anissa. And this is the only show online where we speak truth to stupidity every single week. Not only that, but it's our first brand new show launching on the Hameen Media Group, so... Pretty exciting episode all around. Definitely. Really, really exciting stuff today. And we will get into the headlines in just a second here. But first, we really want to take a moment to thank everybody out there in the audience for voting for us last month in the Hameen Media Group Six Star Search. Yeah, absolutely. We were part of one hell of a contest to earn a spot on the HMG brand. And Thanks to all your support, we won. Yes, <laughs> and it is an honor to be broadcast on what I consider to be the absolute best network in podcasting, but it's also an honor that you guys chose us to come out on top of a really stacked group of finalists. Definitely. So we do want to give a shout out to Boar Meets World, Rat Salad Review, 10 Men, WPMS, Sergio and the Vet, and all the other shows that entered. What an awesome competition. Yeah, and what really made it awesome was that all the votes were counted. Uh, we knew who won the same day it ended. And wow. as far as I know, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but as far as I know, none of the shows got a single vote from Beyond the Grave. <laughs> <laughs> I know, crazy, right? <laughs> only the richest and most powerful country in the world had that kind of pull that you can get from oh i don't know twitter polls <laughs> dancing with the stars commercial breaks you know you know like that tough enough like you know we, we probably should have just said that we won you know it would have saved so much effort if <laughs> like week one of the competition 
you know, we just said, yeah, you know, we, we checked with our buddies over at uh, Fox News. Uh, we won. We're declaring ourselves the winner. Give us our time slot. <laughs> hey, I mean, you know, it can go one way or the other, right? It either goes like it went for Biden or it goes like it went for Vermin Supreme. So worth the shot. <laughs> I, don't th- I don't think Vermin Supreme had the balls to say he won. Or, or maybe he just didn't have the poll. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and anyway, um, speaking of Twitter... Since we did mention Twitter polls, uh, go ahead and give us a follow over there at at on morons. Uh, we've been having a lot of fun over there lately. Uh, we even got one of their uh, one of their 24 hour bands. So, you know, we're putting out good memes. Um, and also check us out on YouTube, Facebook, MeWe. And uh, now, of course, streaming every single Tuesday at HameenMediaGroup.Podbean.com. Yes, for our loyal listeners who have been listening to us at the thewaronmorons.podbean.com, we love you, we appreciate you, but please take note. Um, we are still going to be uploading episodes to our original Podbean, but pretty soon, new episodes will only be streamed on Tuesday nights at hamimediagroup.podbean.com. So make sure you head over there, give us a follow, give us a subscribe so you never miss an episode. And of course, our last plug. If you want to be a part of the show, make sure you hit us up on the call-in line. Our number is 813-906-9099. But hey, that's enough of the plugs. It's time for this week's Top Morons, the election edition. Absolutely. And as much as I hate to start our first official show on the network on a down note, uh, I mean, we've got to address the elephant in the room. I, I hate to do it. I hate to do it because I know how much... So many of us out there have pinned our hopes and our dreams to this man. Uh, but at, at some point, you just can't deny the math anymore. And, and frankly, uh, I mean, there are some people that are, but we would be fooling ourselves if we didn't accept the numbers. Um, so here, here goes. I'm just going to do it. So um, Kanye West will not be the next president of the United States. <laughs> Oh my god! I really, really that—that's how we're gonna. No, you, you thought I was gonna say something else? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I no, was a little no, not gonna say something else. Not at this point. Um, but yeah, no, Kanye, Kanye didn't make it. It is a sad day for the republic because that would have been funny as shit. Uh, but I mean, what can we expect? I mean, we've been talking about it every week for over a year now. We live in a country full of morons. Maybe, maybe they'll learn by 2024. Yeah, I mean, maybe by then we'll even know who won this election. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. The Biden people are still filling out ballots. You know, we don't want to disenfranchise them. <laughs> oh, God forbid. You know, it's bad enough that they've been dead for decades. The least we can do is count their votes. <laughs> count their votes. <laughs> anyway, you guys get the point. I mean, I mean 60,000 Americans voted for Yeezy. I mean... Maybe pump those numbers up next time, people. I mean, just picture how awesome President Kanye would be. Just imagine. And then you're going to tell me only 60,000 people? You're going out there voting for fucking Joe Jorgensen? If you're going to throw your vote at a third-party candidate, make it a funny one. (laughs) Come on. I mean, he lost. He lost embarrassingly. I mean, those are some real rookie numbers. 60,000 out of the millions of Americans that voted? Well, there, nah, there's, I mean, there's two takeaways with it. Um, one, Kanye announced, you know, he, he conceded on election night. He said, oh, look, I, I didn't win. I thought I was going to win, I guess. But he, he conceded 
Um, but he said that, you know, for the first time, he was able to vote for somebody that he actually believed in himself. Himself. Yep. But I noticed because for some reason, apparently we follow her on Twitter. I'm not sure why. But Kim Kardashian came out on Saturday and she was like one of the first people to congratulate Joe Biden and Kamala Harris when they said that they won. And I'm just looking at that. And I'm like, y- you know, your husband was running against them, right? Like, she's just like, I'm so excited. Congratulations, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. I was supporting you the whole time. I'm like, and wasn't she practically working in the Trump administration? Like, don't trust that one. No, no, no. They're definitely not uh, political masterminds over there in the Kanye Kardashian household, for sure. (laughs) Fortunately, if you're suffering from emotional distress due to the poll results, and you also happen to be enrolled at D.C.'s George Washington University, you really don't have to suffer alone. Uh, The Friday before Election Day, the supposedly prestigious university announced that it would be offering mental health services to students struggling with PTSD should the results not go their way. Okay, PTSD as in post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah. Over the results of presidential election. Apparently, that's a thing that can happen um just in case you're wondering uh george washington university is one of the most expensive schools in the country uh tuition costs nearly sixty thousand dollars a year so i guess you know throwing in mental health services you know you probably they could probably afford to do that yeah i I mean i guess i mean for that much money i i mean you might as well get to see a therapist if you're worried about uh, what are they worried people are going to be upset because trump's getting cheated out of the white house Oh, you know, uh, no, I, I'm pretty sure this service was not for Trump. Voters. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> anyway, um, if spending some time with the campus shrink isn't enough to assuage your post-election anxiety, GW students are in luck because the district. Really? Yes, um, because their city, the District of Columbia, has officially voted to decriminalize magic mushrooms. Politics is about to get a lot more interesting. <laughs> yes, maybe Vermin Supreme will win now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you're dreading the next four years as much as you know a lot of the country is, maybe zone out. Zone out with some psychedelics, man. <laughs> hey, DC gave ninety three percent of its vote to Joe freaking Biden. I think they may have already gotten their hands on some pretty good dope, to be yeah. honest. Well, you know, maybe they could understand him. You know, like, you know, you know how he goes on those incoherent, like, dementia-fueled, like, rambling rants? Like, maybe yeah. those make sense if you're zonked out on fucking mushrooms. Like, maybe, you know, you can connect with his wavelengths there, and, and then you know what a, what a, what do you say? Like, the, the promegalopenter or some, some shit? I can't, I can't repeat it. It wasn't real words. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Sound like he was speaking in tongues. <laughs> and you did it did and you know maybe that's what happens when you do a few too much uh few too much narcotics and uh not you know speaking of narcotics uh oregon is not going to be outdone uh by washington dc they actually used election day to take things one step further and became the first state to decriminalize all drugs all drugs all of them all of them all of them all right. uh, that's right weed and shrooms were such a hit that the sane and rational people of Oregon will now let you do meth, 
heroin, cocaine, and pretty much everything in between with no punishment other than a $100 fine. Uh, hundred bucks. I mean, that's a bargain. I mean, <laughs> you know, with a deal like that, we might finally track down Hunter Biden. <laughs> he's, he's, I wouldn't be surprised if he ran for governor over there. <laughs> Short of the made-in-China millionaire, something tells me they're not going to have much luck tracking down the payment on those fines. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't be so fast to say that. I mean, everybody knows addicts are great at finding money. Like, you, you'll you never find a crackhead that'll say, Yeah, sorry, I just couldn't do it today. I couldn't come up with the cash. <laughs> <laughs> they're just going to go strip some copper wiring, maybe steal a car stereo. I, I don't know if that's still a thing. Turn tricks. They do those things for crack. They do those things so they can buy more drugs, not pay a damn crack fine. All right, good point. Good point. Um, And besides, I mean, (laughs) what exactly do they think this is going to do for their state's economy? I mean, we all know the junkies don't exactly hold down a nine to five or really like contribute a whole lot to society. Yeah, see, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you've you know been to Portland lately, but everybody there is already like a bartender. Or a stripper. Like, nobody has a real job. There's no industry in fucking Portland. I mean, maybe maybe this is what this is actually uh, all about. Maybe they're trying to give the tourism industry a boost. Like, uh, I mean, I'm sure you can't attract a lot of vacationers by throwing Antifa riots every day and, and yanking down your monuments and burning down police stations every night. But But now they can go for that Amsterdam vibe, you know? Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, all the dirty needles in the streets and, you know, people scratching themselves and begging for money on every corner. I mean, that sounds like a dream vacation right there. Hey, you know, you'll save money on the hotel. You just shoot up on a park bench and pass out, man. (laughs) Oh, jeez. What a ringing endorsement. You know what? Good luck, Portland. Yeah, good luck. Um, We're we're actually getting our first call of the day. It looks like a California number. Oh, cool. Well, you just have fun with that one. Uh, All right. Well, I'll take this one. You take the rest of them. So whatever. (laughs) Area code 831. You are on the air. State your name and where you're calling from. Hi, this is Pam from Santa Cruz, California, and I'm calling in because it's great and all that, you know, Biden has won as the president of the United States. Not yet, Pam, but but, okay. No, Biden has won, um, so get used to it, Nazi, but I still have a big problem. Uh, with my fellow Californians. With your California? Wait, why? You know, this election, it really wasn't carried out the way it should have been. I mean, I'm very disappointed with the way my state and my, you know, fellow voters handled themselves in this election. I don't think it's right at all. I mean, I can kind of agree with you in a lot of ways, Pam. I think that People really acted horribly this election. I mean, we're a very divided country right now. Is that what you're alluding to? Yes. I mean, I, I really don't think it's it's right or fair or justified the way that people were voting here in California. The way they were voting? What do you mean? Well, did you know that 30% of the votes in California went to that orange Nazi Donald Trump? 30%. 
Yeah, he didn't he didn't do too well in California. So yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised. I know how you guys are out there. That's a third of the state, a third of the state, a third of the population walking around my state are car carrying, goose stepping Nazis. <laughs> Nazis, because they voted for for the sitting president of the United States. Yes, I can't believe it. I thought for sure. I mean, maybe. You know, up north, I know they're a little weird. I thought maybe 5%, maybe 5 but 30 Oh, oh. Mm. Well, I you mean, know, you know, you, you, know you still won pretty handily in California. <laughs> I mean. I don't, I don't feel safe. I don't, I don't feel, I don't feel right. I don't feel like this is my California. And, you know, it isn't, it isn't right. So, you know, we have to take steps to protect ourselves. You know, we have to identify who these Nazi traitors are. You know, I'm starting a movement here in Santa Cruz, but I think it's going to soon spread across the entire state. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're starting a movement to brand all known Trump voters with a, a red mark so that they're easily identifiable. That way people know you know, if you're transgender, if you're, you know, a person of color, if you're queer or a woman, you know, or, or, or anything like that, you are not safe with these with these Nazis around. You know, you keep using that word. I don't think you know what it means. Oh, I know what it means. I know what it means. And, and they're going to ruin our state. They're going <laughs> to ruin our state. So I, I'm taking steps. I'm taking precautions. You know, I'm educating to you. Um, you know, we really need to, we really need to take steps to, to, you know, separate ourselves from these traitors. We need to separate ourselves from these dangerous people. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm doing what I can. You know, obviously, I can't go forcing people out of their homes just yet. Just yet. Uh, but I can, I, I can take steps in my classroom and, uh. Oh, that's right. You're a you know, teacher. Jesus Christ. Yes. Yes. I can only imagine what it's so, like with, with your kids. <laughs> oh, wow. You know, I thought many of them were well informed, but apparently my message hasn't been resonating with a few of them because, you know, I, I, I made the kids in my class, you know, sit down, tell me who their parents voted for. And if their parents said, you know, had voted for Trump, I had no choice. I, I had to I had to create a separate breakout room on Zoom for them. I cannot be around them. The other classmates cannot be around them. They're dangerous. They're hateful. They're Nazis. Um, so they're just going to have to fend for themselves. Don't, aren't these like young children? Like like what what grade are you teaching, Pam? I'm teaching third grade. Third, so they're old enough to know. Third grade. What are they doing all day in these Zoom rooms that you're sequestering them into? You know, to be honest, I don't know. They're probably talking about how they can, you know, steal the election back and, and uh, you know, kill unarmed black people, probably. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Third graders, that's that's typical third grade talk. Um, I, Pam, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe you could uh, move to Texas. I hear a lot of Californians are. Maybe it's safer there. Oh, I don't think so. I don't think so. They were supposed to turn blue this year, and, and they didn't. So I have a feeling that the folks who are moving to Texas from California, 
I, I don't. I have a few friends who did it, and I haven't heard from them in a while. I'm very suspicious of what's going on down there. I think it's dark. I think it's sinister. I think it's dangerous. I think, I honestly think they're being maybe held against their will, or, or possibly killed in concentration camps by these Nazis. I, we'll keep them in our prayers. You know, I, 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 that woman calls so many people Nazis, and, and she's the one that is acting like a Nazi. I mean, the, literally, it's like taking moves from the Nazi playbook and implementing them. I mean, those poor children. What the hell is she think? She thinks they're sitting in a room on what is what is that? What is a room on Zoom, anyways? But she thinks they're all sitting on Zoom. Cons- Firing about like murdering people? What the hell is wrong with her? I want to know where she thinks you know where she does feel safe. You know, if if California is given <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, no matter how you how you feel about America's nationwide case of electile dysfunction, uh, there was yeah. one development last Tuesday that we can all be happy about: the end of COVID nineteen. <sighs> I didn't realize that had happened, but that's great news. So, uh, yes, I can finally stop wearing that surgical mask for the 20 seconds it takes to get between the restaurant entrance and my table, right? Uh, Well, I mean, not quite, but according to new guidelines from the CDC released November 1st, you don't have to worry about the Rona at your local polling place. Well, now that... I mean, I guess that's good for the poll workers who are still somehow you know, in the polling places, but for the rest of us, that doesn't really do us much good. But, um, yeah, I gotta say, I mean, you know, it's pretty specific list they got going there. BLM protests, Antifa riots, going to the polling place. Those are, <laughs> those are the only activities that are immune to COVID somehow. Yeah, as long as you're voting Democrat. Like, it didn't say that mm-hmm. in, in the, mm-hmm. in the guidelines, but you have to figure, you know, I, I think that what happened was they scared so many, cause, it wasn't Republicans that were buying this shit. I mean, during the first couple months, everybody was really taking precautions and taking it seriously. But eventually it became pretty obvious, like, what they were doing with this. I think that they swung too hard with the COVID thing and they scared the shit out of their voter base. And they're like, oh, man, all the Democrats are, like, terrified to leave their houses. They <laughs> Are you kidding? All their voter base died of COVID. That's why they had to fill their ballots out for them. Well, uh, yeah, good point. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just picture like if if you actually go to the polling place and you vote, you know, Republican, like the coronavirus is just lurking behind you, just looking over your shoulder as you're filling out your ballot. And if you yeah. fill that circle in next to Donald Trump, instant death. You know, they're they not. they don't even have time to put you on a respirator. They just cart you out of there. <laughs> You're out of here, buddy. <laughs> and then you vote for Biden. <laughs> Yikes. All right. Well, anyway, speaking of the election infection, North Dakota voters made an interesting statement at the polls when they elected a Republican challenger who was named David Andall to the State House of Representatives last week. Now, um, I did say was named because, you see, uh, actually a month ago, Andall caught coronavirus and died. Oh, Okay, um, so, like, what was the statement? Like, are, they're just saying that they're better off with a dead guy than another politician? Because I could get behind that. <laughs> I mean, I think the statement might be that they just don't keep up with the news. I can all. get behind that, too. But, I mean, how's this even going to work? Like, are they going to go for, like, a weekend at Bernie's situation up there? 
Oh God, that would be hilarious, and I would love to see it. But uh, I'm pretty sure they just appoint someone else to take his place. So. Yeah, that's boring. I'd, I'd much yeah. rather there be a decaying corpse in the state house. <laughs> Either way, though, I mean, people probably I mean, Joe Biden was there for 50 years. So. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, we had that in the Supreme Court for the last year too. <laughs> Um, but I, if you ask me, there probably should be more dead people on the ballots, you know, since, since apparently there's plenty of dead people voting these days. You know, if, if you don't give them a chance to actually serve, it's, it's like taxation without representation. So. You know, as much as I hate to say it, I am <laughs> going to say it again. I am 1000% sure they will not be propping up a literal corpse in the North Dakota State House. So. Yeah. Whatever. Get your hopes up. It would be a lot cooler if they did. Um, but anyway, if you thought that last joke was in bad taste, uh, get a load of this one. So as election night went into overtime last Tuesday, accused murderer turned podcast host Amanda Knox took to Twitter to quip that no matter what happens, the next four years can't be as bad as that four year study abroad I did in Italy, right? Wow. Okay. So, uh, spending a few years in an Italian prison after your roommate got murdered is, uh, yeah, definitely good comedy fodder. Yeah. If you like that, you should hear OJ stand up. He, he, he kills. Oh. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you know Let's just move on. Um, we, you know, with all this talk about the dead on our post election show tonight, we, really wouldn't be doing our job if we didn't bring up this next story. Apparently, the state of Michigan has conquered death. Yes, good news. If you are looking to live a long, healthy life past the span of possibility or, you know, what's been on record, uh, you know, yeah, move to Michigan because at least that's what you might think if you ever looked over the voter rolls as a record number of people over the age of 100 submitted absentee ballots in the heavily contested battleground state. In fact, seven voters older than the oldest living human being on record just happened to vote in Michigan last week, including one dude who was born in 1850. 1850. Yep. So hold on, let me just do some math there. So he's like 170 years old. See, I thought I thought the Fountain of Youth was here in Florida. They have like a state park. They call it the Fountain of Youth. Ponce de Leon discovered it or whatever, but apparently not. Apparently it's, uh, you know. Maybe it's in Flint. Idea. You know, yeah. the, the, everybody's been bitching and complaining about the Flint water for the last 10 years or whatever. No, that's Fountain of Youth water, you ungrateful bastards. Apparently <laughs> so. Apparently. That's why the people there look like the fucking Oblongs. Oh, God. <laughs> no, and, and I saw this, like, I, I mean, I'm from Michigan, so I thought it was especially, especially amusing to me. Um, so they've got people that are 150 years old. They've got people, they've got voter dumps happening at, at like, 3 in the morning where there's hundreds of thousands of votes getting cal calculated. Like, I only see one conclusion. Okay. M Michigan. Michigan's been infested by vampires. Hey, you know what? Somebody's <laughs> got to live in Detroit. It's not like anybody with a pulse wants to do these things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But obviously, what's really happened up there, they're, they're just registering dead people. Registering the dead, right? 
I mean, that is what it looks like. And apparently a bunch of internet detectives on Twitter figured out that you can actually cross-reference the voter index with the Social Security Death Index. Uh, They're finding people who died decades ago yet magically registered to vote this year. And so far they've found over 14 thousand of them that's uh that's impressive that's like an army of darkness <laughs> <laughs> no, i mean like, like forget about the poll observers i mean the dead are wreaking havoc in michigan i mean we need ash williams ash williams to and, and you know what i think gretchen whitmer is the one doing it because i think she's a witch you know what i think you might be on to something let's just say we can't rule out gubernatorial necromancy just yet <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was a, that was a ridiculous segment. But speaking of Michigan, um, we're actually getting a call um, from Michigan seven three four area code. Um, ho- hopefully, it's not a zombie or something. Yeah, Nosferatu. Is that you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess I'll take this one. Uh, caller, you're on with the War on Morons. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Yeah, it, it, there's not really any time for that. This is a this is a maximum alert. I need your help. I need the help of everybody in the audience. You got to save me. They're coming after me. How can we save you if we don't even know who you are? You, oh goddamn! It's Ernie. It's Ernie. It's Ernie in Ypsilanti, in, 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 in Ypsilanti, Michigan. And I need your help. I can't believe it. I I made an I'm an enemy. I'm an enemy of the state now. The deep state. Um, okay, I, that doesn't sound good, Ernie. What the hell's going on? <laughs> so, okay, so I was doing my part. You know, I, I, I'm here on the ground. I'm here in Michigan. It's a battleground state. I didn't have a choice. It's a battleground state, and I'm the tip of the spear. I'm doing what he what, what he said to do. You know, no. I'm, uh, I'm doing what Alex told me to do. Uh, Alex... Jones on Infowars. He told me to do it, and I did it. And now I'm—they're all—they're trying to get me, and I can't get a hold of him. And I figured maybe you could help me. Oh no, this is not. This is—we're not off to a good start here, Ernie. What uh, Alex Jones told you to do something like personally, or you're just—I mean, I'm. No, I listen every day. You know, I listen every day to Alex. I I, I listen to Owen. I. I, I'm a I'm a, I, I'm a big fan, you know. I I believe it. I believe that he's the future of America, and I've been listening a long time too. And I got all the stickers. I got I got the T-shirts. Yeah, but this is a max. It's the most important election of our life. You know this. He's been saying it, right? Yeah, I mean it's a very important election, Ernie. I... And, and he says, and he said to me, he said, he didn't say specifically to me, but I, I'm in, I'm in Michigan. It's the most important state. He says Donald Trump, he's got to win. He's got to win. Joe Biden, communist puppet, pedophile, Satan worshiper, Gretchen Whitmer. Uh, it's, it, it's all connected. You know, right? Um, uh, I, 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 I'm not following. So, <laughs> So I I had to do my part. You know, he says, get out in the community. He says, win over the hearts, win over the minds. He says, fuck to your neighbors. You got to get Donald Trump reelected. He said that. He said it many times, many times. I know you've heard it, right? 
Okay, well, that doesn't sound too bad. Why are you panicking? You just talked to some people and... Oh, no. Okay, so it's... Uh, I'll, I'll, it started off on Halloween. I, I, I was doing my best. You know, it's Halloween, election days, just a few days away. There's a lot of these Biden people in my neighborhood. I got to win them over. I got to start with the children. You know, everybody always says, start with the children. They'll lead you the way. They'll lead you the way. You know this, right? Uh, can children even vote? So I says, I, I says, to, uh, I says on, on Halloween, you know, when they knock on the door, when they say trick or treat, I say Trump or Biden. And if they say Biden, I snatch their candy. And I say, you don't understand that Joe Biden is working with the Chicoms and they're going to take everything from us. And it's not just going to be candy next time. So you tell your mom and dad, fuck Joe Biden. First of all, Ernie, that's not the way you're supposed to scare children on Halloween. Second of all, what eight-year-old is going to be able to choose between Trump and Biden? What the hell? I mean, this is stupid. You you don't understand. I, I, it's a it's a maximum alert. There's oh, there's so many of them. They're, I don't know where they came from. There's so many of these signs. My whole neighborhood. There, there's I counted them. I counted them. I went for a walk around the block. I counted thirteen, thirteen Joe Biden signs in this neighborhood. Wow. In and I'm in Michigan. Where you know that we're a battleground state. Yes, Ernie, I know. So, so I, I, I figured the next day I'd see how many signs were left. So November first, that was a Sunday, okay? Sunday, November first, I walk around the neighborhood, still thirteen signs for Joe Biden, thirteen of them. Why would why would the number have changed? Because I educated their children. I won over the hearts and minds of the children, but it didn't work. Don't they don't listen to the children anymore. Let's not get it confused. I don't think you won over the hearts and minds of any of those children. I think you scared and confused the crap out of them. And then second of all, why the hell, who is going to listen to their seven-year-old who comes home crying, mommy, mommy, some crazy man said all this shit. Who is going to hear that and be like, you know what, honey, I'm... I'm changing my vote. Like, that's it. I've been watching, you, you know. Well, no, I mean, a normal person would. But these these are eaters of children. They're eaters of children. They, I'm getting ahead of myself. I am. I'm getting ahead of myself. But Monday, November 2nd, you know what was the next day after Monday, November 2nd, right? Yeah, it's Tuesday, November 3rd, election exactly. day. Exactly. You're me, correct. I'm following. I'm with you. Yes. Yeah. Election day in Michigan, in Ypsilanti, Michigan. So I knew with November third coming up, I had to I had to do a little bit more because here, I'm just going to put it to you this way: if you knew that Joe Biden was a Satan worshiper and a pedophile and a drug peddler and a Chinese communist spy, would you vote for Joe Biden? Clearly not. Exactly. So I did the only thing I could do. Alex told me to do this. He told me to, to win over my neighbors. I'm pretty so, sure what he meant by that was invite them over for a barbecue and chat. I, no, no, no. It's It was too late for this. I had, I had to let them know who they were supporting with their signs. So I, uh, I had to... I had to 
Well, I got some flash drives. What? Um, and I, I got, I got a printer. I guess they wouldn't let me use the printer at FedEx office for this. Um, and I, uh, I, I got the documents. I got the documents. So, uh, you know, Hunter Biden, there, that's Joe Biden's son. That's his business partner. There's a lot of videos. There's a lot of photos. There's him and he's having sex with a 14 year old prostitute. He's yeah. having sex with the teenagers. He's having sex with his own niece. He's doing crack. He's doing meth. He's naked with 12-year-olds. There's a whole cast of these videos and pictures, and I got them all. I got them all. I put them on 13 flash drives, Ernie, and I printed no. out. What? No. First of all, you you got this material? Like, you looked at You downloaded it? You... I I absolutely did. I had to because I had to verify that it's true, and it was true. This was Hunter Biden himself, and he's there not. with a fourteen-year-old, butt naked. Stop it, Bernie! That's disgusting. That is not your job to verify that shit. Second do of all, you know who Ma Ma Malia Obama is, Ernie? Yes, I know who Malia Obama is. Exactly. Exactly. And this is Hunter Biden. He's a pedophile. He's a pervert. He's And he sold out America for I don't, I don't, drug I don't, money. Stop it, Ernie. This is inappropriate. You, you you shouldn't be downloading things like that. That's illegal. Like, they're going to... Well, that's what my out. wife said. That's what my wife said. She said, what are you looking at? And I said, I'm saving America because we're in a battleground state. Holy shit, you're married? I well, I had to. I printed out the pictures in case they didn't have a way to open up the flash drive. But on the flash drive was the videos of the Hunter Biden videos, and I I put them in these Manila envelopes, oh. and I wrote on the outside of the envelope, I said, "Dear neighbor, this is the most important election of our lifetime. Please review and vote your conscience." That's what I said. Holy fuck, Ernie. So you distributed, you distributed, I mean, child porn. That's, that's what you did. That's what you did. It's what you I did didn't, child I, I didn't distribute it. Hunter Biden distributed it. I'm not in the videos. I'm not in the pictures. That's Hunter Biden. You cannot, cannot, and any circumstances, first of all, you cannot have thought that this was okay. Second of all, you can't have thought this was going to want anybody over. I mean... Well, I gave it to everybody in the neighborhood that had a Joe Biden sign. That's the And I put it in their mailbox on heard. Monday night. Well, if you can believe it, somebody's called the police on me. Oh, believe it. And I know it's the guy from across the street. Because I know that... I, I know now that they're pedophiles, too. And they're the Satanists. And... Oh my God, that's her. I don't know what to do. That's that's Gretchen. I know that's Gretchen Whitmer. She's Ernie. I Fuck you, Gretchen Whitmer. It's I don't know what to do. Tell Alex I said I tell him I need help. Uh, Ernie, I I don't know what to tell you. Um, this sounds like a very bad situation you've gotten yourself. On the tip of the spear. You know, something tells me we're not going to hear from Ernie again for a long, long time. Yeah, I mean, think think it through, guys. 
think it through before you act. That That's all I got to say on that. Um, I got to say, it's like that scene from the producers, right? Like, stop helping me. <laughs> Don't help me. Could you imagine being one of his neighbors? I mean, I'm sure that it's already bad enough just being that dude's neighbor. But, like, opening up your mailbox and there's a picture of, like, fucking Hunter Biden's wiener. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would definitely call the FBI. <laughs> now you're not going to be a Democrat anymore. I gave you child pornography. <laughs> You know what? Don't think that's going to scare people. Yikes. Anyway, um, after that, let's just let's just go to our commercial this week. It's a it's an interesting one. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's your old pal Santa Claus here, coming to you with a very important message. Uh, You see. Over the past few years, Santa's got some real bad press. <laughs> They're saying uh, Merry Christmas isn't inclusive enough, and Ho 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 is oppressive to women, like our future vice president. <laughs> and Christmas spirit has never been lower. But you know me, I'm always listening, and I've heard what America really wanted this year. (laughs) It wasn't Tickle Me Elmo, it wasn't Furby, it wasn't even Hatchables, (laughs) and it certainly can't wait until December. So Santa decided to work his magic and do some rebranding just for you. So after putting the elves to work as poll workers, I'm happy to announce I'll now be known as Biden Claus. <laughs> Nimsy, Nimsy, tell the people what we've done. Absolutely, Biden Claus. Claus and the elves have been hard at work making magic happen this election month. Now that we've delivered our gift, America will be reaping all the wonderful things they've been wishing for. Americans will no longer have to wake up early because all their jobs will be shipped to China. Stress levels will be at an all-time low with fentanyl providing a nice, refreshing hit of euphoria every day. And not to worry, there's going to be a juicy $1,000 check each month so Americans can watch RuPaul's Drag Race and MSNBC all day long for the whole dark winter. And if you're still worried about coronavirus, fear no more. Biden Claus is giving everyone a brand new rubber mask and ball gag for protection against COVID and free speech. <laughs> well, well, now that our work is done for the year, you're probably wondering what this commercial is for. After all, the fall of capitalism and commerce has officially begun. Just look at it as a reminder. Biden Claus is always watching, and he's always listening, too. Don't make me put you on AOC's naughty list. (laughs) Now get over here and sit on Biden Claw's lap, little girl. (laughs) Ooh, you smell good. (laughs) Feel my hairy legs. Interesting PSA, uh, kind of 
took away my Christmas spirit and definitely had a vaguely threatening vibe. Vaguely? Vaguely? Santa Claus just said that he was going to put us on an enemies list. I mean, you're the one that approved this ad, but I gotta say, why are these people really paying us for airtime? I mean... I'm not going to turn it away necessarily, but I, I don't know if that's really a good use of their ad budget. You know, it's actually funny you should mention that uh, because speaking of wasting money, we've got to talk about this. Uh, so Democrats flushed down something like half a billion dollars um, in the 2020 election trying to flip house seats. Um, I mean, they, they've claimed victory. For the old dementia-ridden creep that they ran at the top of the ticket. Uh, but it's not all sunshines and rainbows in Democrat land. They dropped a ton of House seats. They lost control of at least three state legislators. They lost a governorship. And most importantly, they failed in their bid to flip the Senate. And this is all in spite of Michael Bloomberg. He, he's he's definitely the headliner here. Michael Bloomberg dropped $100 million of his own money just in Florida to help his party end up losing across the board. Uh, and then they had record spending in all the big Senate races across the country, and they lost every single one of them, mostly by, like, double digits. I mean, I just think that somebody should really look into where the DNC even gets all of this money. I mean, that's ungodly. It comes from China. Well, yeah, clearly. <laughs> Maybe we should, like, you know, find out about that, right? But, but despite that, it's really funny to me how, like, they haven't grasped the concept of, like, how to effectively use such an insane budget. I mean, maybe they've never been a person or watched TV, but there is such a thing as too much advertising, you know? I mean, if you're just trying to relax after a long work day with a glass of wine and check in on a Masked Singer episode... There's really only so many election ads you can freaking take. Right? Like, I mean, I, I get it. You know, you're running for Congress. I get it. You know, you, you play a half a dozen of the commercials every hour. You spam my email. You spam my text messages. Like, I was getting text messages like 10 times a day from these people. Yeah. I was getting text messages from from a state that I don't even live in. I was getting text messages for candidates I haven't even heard of. Uh, they were sending people to knock on the door, like... All the time. I, I mean, eventually it's like, look, I know who you are, I know that you're running, I know what you're running for, but at this point, I think you're a fucking asshole, and I'm gonna vote for whoever else is on that ballot besides you, just because you won't leave me alone. Like, I, I'll tell you this, Kanye didn't knock on my fucking door. You know what? Enough with the Kanye. Kanye didn't interrupt the football games. You know, Kanye didn't make me watch... 15 advertisements every night. You don't get an unsubscribe button with election ads, unfortunately, but you do get to unsubscribe in the ballot box, and that is exactly what happened. Yeah, now, people don't like spammers. No. Speaking of unwanted campaign solicitation, the FBI is investigating a series of robocalls targeting voters in Michigan, North Carolina, and other key states on election day. Apparently, millions of the calls went out and instructed voters to, quote, stay home, stay safe, and even come back tomorrow to vote due to crowded polling places and, of course, COVID-19. I mean, if you fall for that one, like, it's kind of on you. Like, I've been saying 
for the longest time, we've got too many stupid people that vote and have a say in our election process. So I commend whoever came up with these with these robocalls and you know got some of the uh, some of the morons off of the rolls. Right. I mean, imagine being disenfranchised by the freaking jerky boys. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ironically, the same people who fell for this shit, I I guarantee a lot of the people who fell for this shit were in those crowds that we saw on Saturday when oh. you know when the media all all of a sudden coordinates and claims that Biden wins when there's, you know, the Supreme Court and the, the Department of Justice and the Senate Judiciary Committee are still working on this and States are still counting votes, and there's yeah, but, recounts. You know, I mean, they're, they're too scared to go out and vote because of coronavirus. So yeah, they can be on champagne bottles with ten thousand strangers. I mean, I don't know how many times we have to go over this, but it seems like coronavirus is just woke as fuck. Yeah, woke is it's 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 fucking bullshit. Is what it is. <laughs> like I mean, the the people that pretend to be scared of it the most and to act like it's so serious are the people that forget about it as soon as it's convenient for them. Uh, so mm. add premature victory parties to the approved list right next to polling places, right next to BLM riots, right next to Antifa uh, fucking murders. <laughs> Oddly enough, I think I'd rather risk coronavirus than go to any of those. Yeah. I, I, I imagine it would smell like a fucking coronavirus. <laughs> coronavirus even smell like it smells like like patchouli and ass like like the you know throngs of people partying because they think biden won <laughs> all right all right speaking of the blm riots not only are they safe from covid uh but they've also continued to be described as mostly peaceful protests by the mainstream media while most of the Democrat mass gatherings did get a little less violent and destructive once the media coordinated their call for Biden on Saturday, there were outright riots in Washington, D.C., New York, and other cities on election night over the next few days. Meanwhile, news reporters have been describing a group of poll watchers trying to verify vote counts across the country as a, quote, mob-like scene. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because the people that want to, just want to, that do burn our country to the fucking ground, you know, they're basically like, like, picture Buddha and Jesus doing the fusion dance. <laughs> and that's a BLM Antifa peaceful protest. But right. don't get me started on those hateful, bigoted lunatics who just want to uphold our constitution and our electoral process, you know? <laughs> Exactly. It feels like that scene in The Wizard of Oz where they finally meet the wizard, you know? Like, we're all watching the American news anchors on our TV screen who we've grown up with, but uh, pretty soon, Xi Jinping is going to come out from behind the curtain here. <laughs> hey now, that's, that's Winnie the Ping to you. <laughs> we could still say that. In fact, actually, are we still on the air? Um, yes. All right. So they, that, that's proof. Biden hasn't won yet. <laughs> anyway, we're getting another call. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. I'll take it. I'll take it. Area code 718. You're on with the war on morons. How you feeling tonight? Yeah. Um, this is Rudy. It's Rudy. I'm, I'm, I'm down here in Florida. I gotta say we're so excited. It's the best, it's the best fucking day ever. <laughs> Rudy, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, a yeah. lot of people, I guess, are excited for some reason. So. Everybody, 
Everybody's excited. You know, I'm so fucking proud. I'm proud of America. I'm proud of each and every one of these fucking people. We've been waiting for a very long time for this day. And, and I, I'm just celebrating so hard. I'm, I've been, let me tell you what I've been doing. I've been drinking champagne straight from the bottle. I've been drinking fireball whiskey straight from the bottle. Okay. And I've been doing this new kind of medicine. I got it from my granddaughter. <laughs> yeah. I got it from my granddaughter. Her name's Gina. She's got this new medicine. It's called Adderall's. I've been eating Adderall's like M&M's. You're stealing your granddaughter's prescription medication? She don't. She don't need them like I need them. I tell you, she she just all she does all day long stare at this computer. Go. She says she's going to school. She stares at a computer. Who the hell looks at a computer when they're at school? Um, every child in America, pretty much. <laughs> anyway, I've been smoking grass. I've been getting drunk. I've been. Taking the Adderalls, and I'm, I'm just dancing around the neighborhood. I'm saying, we did it. We fucking did it. We won. You, we've been waiting since 1988 for this day, and it's finally happened. Yeah, I've been, I mean, I've been, I've been on the team for a long time. I mean, ever since, I mean, I'm down here in Florida now, and if, you know, the boys, they're out in California. But I remember when I was a little boy, you know, in, in Brooklyn, and I go to the ball field, and, and I get, I I get drunk, I I steal some of my dad's Scotch whiskey, and I just smoke some of his cigarettes, and I, and I meet up with some colored fellas, and I smoke some grass, and I watch some baseball games, and we finally won again. I'm so happy. Wait, wait, hold on. I'm so fucking happy. Uh, you, are you, are you talking about the presidential election? And, and every, now I'm kind of confused here. What the, what do you, what do you, hold on, what are you talking about, honey? You said what? Uh, I thought you were celebrating who, uh, supposedly won the presidential election. No, I, I, I don't really watch too much to that. And I'm a I'm a baseball fan. You know, you remember I'm the spring training correspondent. I I go to the ball field and you know I, oh, I, I, holy I, I have shit. a good Yes, I do remember you. Yeah. Alive? My Yeah. I, I I'm a, I'm a, I had to live to see the Dodgers win the World Series and then we hit that fucking home run and I, I've been I, ever since we hit that home run in game six, I've been binging. I've been binging and I've been drinking and I've been I've I've been doing a lot of different uh, that was, drugs. That was two or three uh, ago, Rudy. I I've been banging whores. How long's it been? It's been like two or three weeks. It's been two or three weeks. Jesus, it feels like uh, it's been last night. We hit that fucking home run. I, I can't believe we. we uh, so what's he talking about with the president? What do you do this time? Uh, we have, uh, well, we had an election, supposedly. Yeah, I hope he won. I like that guy. He's the, the black fella, right? His wife's got the big dick. Jesus. Uh, no, I, I remember he, 
Yeah, I like that fella. He came to the ball field one time for the for the White Sox. He he couldn't even get the ball over the plate. He was so out of his mind. I can tell he likes to party. That fucking guy, the whatever his name is, the black guy, the, the fucking black guy, the president. Okay. I like him. Okay, thank you, Rudy. Yeah, no, um, he's actually no longer president for the past what? years. Um. And he did not run again because he served two terms, so he can't be president. Holy shit. Yeah. I tell you, time flies, you know, when you're having fun. Well, <sighs> the kind of fun anyway, you're having, I, yeah, sure. Well, I just, I heard you talking about, I thought you were talking about all the, all my compadres, you know, because everybody dancing in the street. I've been seeing it, looking out the window, everybody's partying. You know, they're fucking throwing a big party and... Everybody's, you know, they look like they've been smoking some good grass. I, I thought everybody's a Dodgers fan now. I, I, I good, you know, I, we're all over the country, you know. Yeah, Everybody likes the Dodgers, to, you know. Sorry to burst we your used bubble, to, here, Rudy, but uh, that's really not why people are uh, are celebrating right now. Uh, you know, it could be, honey. I'm I'm here in, in dear old Beach. You know, we used to have spring training here in Vero Beach. A while back, back in the Lasorda days, Tommy Lasorda, and uh, I'll give you a little history lesson. So then yeah. we moved to Arizona. Hold on. Honey, Gina, I need some more than candy pills you got. The more than matter all. Oh, God. Grandpa's getting tired. Okay. Uh... I don't got to go to bed and die just on the World Series. I'm never going to go to sleep again. Oh my God! Yeah, give me some. Get, oh, get some help, dude. This is you're too old for this shit. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. I gotta handle something. I gotta. I gotta get some more of these candy pills. Uh, but yes, to, to everybody in the listen to the show, the Giants suck, the Astros suck, and the fucking Yankees suck. The dog is the number one, baby! Jesus, I mean, uh, that guy really doesn't slow down, does he? he I mean, he's gotta be, like, I, I, I seem to remember that, that he called before and he said he fought in, in Vietnam. And he's a Brooklyn Dodgers baseball fan, and they've been in L.A. since probably, like, the fucking 50s. So, he's gotta be, like, what, like, 70, 80 years old? Maybe older? Like... I mean, he parties hard, man. How the hell do you snort Adderall for weeks at a time, like weeks in a row on an Adderall and whiskey bender? And you're (laughs) like, how is he not dead? He's pickled, man. He's pickled in his own fireball-y juices. Um, (laughs) You know, actually, the the, the 170-year-old voters in Detroit are starting to make a lot more sense to me now. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's it's like a it's like a Rolling Stones concert, you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, let's uh, let's head over to the Twitterverse, uh, which is always an amusing place during an election season, where Biden supporters did not handle things well when Trump claimed an unexpectedly comfortable victory in Florida early into election night. Um, <laughs> This is, I'm laughing because of how it, how, just how cringe this was. So as results were rolling in um, pretty early on Tuesday night, uh, the liberals on Twitter quickly went from being politically correct to basically being anti-immigrant racist. 
Uh, sounds a little off-brand. I mean, it, it sounds off-brand. Um, it, it does sound off-brand. But I mean, the fact that Trump won so many Latino votes just really triggered these people. They they could not see Trump taking the Latino vote. Hey, don't you mean Latinx? Latinx. You know, that might have had something to do with it. You know, <laughs> calling a bunch of like, you know, machismo fueled like cubans and puerto ricans latinx like i mean doesn't that sound like a transgender superhero <laughs> it is i latinx the bearded woman <laughs> oh my god you know that's hilarious i think it might have something more to do with the communism but regardless of why <laughs> democrats lost the latino vote in florida I mean, I'm I'm having a little trouble buying this one. I mean, surely they weren't like outright racist about it, right? Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe. I mean, you be the judge. Maybe like uh, do do a search on Twitter. They're just tweeting things out. Like, what do they think they are? White? Uh, they're never going to be white people. <laughs> it doesn't matter if they vote for Trump, <laughs> or or maybe we should just send them all back. <laughs> send, send. I thought. They even okay, they even said what? that they should they should drop a nuke on Florida. That was one. <laughs> wow, wow! It's uh, hard to believe how uh, you know the pot can call the kettle black. I right. mean, you know, when people were saying to send illegal immigrants illegal immigrants back to their countries, they were racist and xenophobic. But now, you know, they don't vote the way you want them to, even though they're legal citizens and they are free to vote however they choose. That's okay to say we should send them back. Yeah, no, that was basically their their whole point was like, oh, well, we give you citizenship and this is how you repay us? By becoming Americans? <laughs> By being free and expressing your right to vote in a free election? Wow. Yeah. It's, a, it's, hard, it's hard to believe. I know it's hard. But, you know, people actually have their own opinions regardless of their skin color or where they're from. Isn't that weird? Eh, I, they're they're working on it though. They are working on it. They. <laughs> oh my God! And if there's one thing that the Democrats don't want, it's people thinking for themselves instead of playing out their oppressive racial narrative. Their political party is so detached from what the people who voted them into office actually want them to do that they deny the evidence right in front of their faces. Case in point. MSNBC hack Joy Reid says that this election being so close proves that America is racist to its core. I saw this. This wasn't even the only thing. Like, this is like a like a matter of, of, of hours after she was on there calling Clarence Thomas basically a racial slur on live TV. Like, great, great job, Joy. You know, there, there's a, a black man who's the associate chief justice of the Supreme Court, and she's out there calling him Uncle Tom. <laughs> And then, and then, then she's saying this stuff like America's the it's America that's racist, not you, not you, Joy. Right, right, and and you know this is despite the fact that Trump just received the biggest non-white GOP vote since nineteen freaking sixty. Right, like nineteen sixty, like that's when, um, you know, that's when Rudy, the baseball fan, he probably hadn't even done drugs yet. <laughs> Joe Biden had only been in the Senate for like 30 or 40 years. <laughs> his wow. voters, some of some of his voters are still alive. <laughs> but I mean, you can't go on weaving that web. I mean, if Democrats can't convince minorities that the country hates them, 
who the hell's going to vote to live in a permanent crime-ridden welfare state, you know? Come on, have you been going to a college campus lately? Young white liberals. That's a that's a new way to look at gentrification. <laughs> it's their new target market. <laughs> Stupid people. Anyway, if you did find yourself voting against the establishment and the career politicians, it gets worse. Um, not only are you a racist, but Maxine Waters has stated that she will personally never forgive you. <gasps> oh, well, it's a good thing I'm not asking for her forgiveness. Oh, no, 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 no. You, you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry. Um, she, she wasn't talking about white people. Um, she, she already knows that you're a racist. Um, she specifically has stated that she will never forgive black people that voted for Trump. Oh, well, that's... Yeah, that's worse. <laughs> and I'm sure that hearing that's gonna gonna change people's minds. Like, I, oh, un yeah. unless maybe unless you're Fifty Cent, you know. Um, Why do they keep voting for Trump? Why? Maybe because he's not calling them a racist and telling them that they have to they have to do whatever the fuck that they uh, they're they're ordered to do. Um, but yeah, no, she goes on to say that she doesn't know how black people can align themselves with a president who's done nothing for them. Oh, nothing. Yeah, nothing. she odd. said. Odd that she would say that because it seems like the black population was sure enjoying the lowest unemployment rate in history, the highest wages, and the lowest prison population. Yeah, but I mean, that, facts. Who needs facts? Have you been to Maxine Waters District, though? Like in like South L.A.? Like that no, is I a haven't. utopia. I really? Mean, yeah, I mean, you might get shot walking down the street. But you could buy crack on every corner. It's like being in Oregon without the $100 fine. <laughs> oh, basically heaven. Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Maxine Waters' forgiveness might be something you can live without. Singer and actress Janelle Monet is raising the stakes, however, tweeting, quote, Fuck Donald Trump and every American citizen, celebrity, white woman, black man, etc. who supported him. Like, that's not cool, Janelle. That's like really and specific, then, too. Like, what's wrong? Yeah. So, so white women and black men, she hates them. Right. But, then, but like, if it's a white man or a black woman, is it cool? Like, if it's a Hispanic guy? Like, what is it with these people and their obsession? Oh, we're going to need answers. We're going to need answers because this did get pretty threatening. She then continued to say oh, that these okay. people should burn. So we're definitely going to want to find out exactly who's at risk here. Yeah, no, we need to know. I mean, since she started breaking it down by, like, racial categories, like, like, like she's... I, I'm starting to think that, uh, you know, answering the, um, what's it called, the, when they come around and they... Oh, the census? Like, yeah, I'm starting to think that answering the census was a pretty bad idea. Yeah, in the new America. And I, I saw AOC was, was basically doing the same thing. She took to Twitter... And she was saying that uh, basically everybody that supported Trump, we need to start collecting information on them and putting them on lists. Like, what these people, like, I mean, for, for, for people that constantly talk about everybody being a racist and a fascist, like, I know it's cliche to say it, but that's exactly what a fascist would do. It is. Yeah. It is. You know, I'm starting to think, you know, Alex Jones, is, as much flack as he gets, like, I mean, you know, mainstream media, 
how how elites, the globalists, they're planning a 21st century witch hunt. Those of us who oppose their regime, they're going to be burned at the stake. Oh, <laughs> and I used to think that guy was crazy. I, like, I, I, it's time to it's time to go all in on AJ. Like Alex Jones, twenty twenty four, and it, yeah, yeah. if if we all have to take super blue alpha brain vitality oil, like you know whatever it takes to 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 get. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! I wouldn't go that far. I, obviously, we're going late. This is getting a little ridiculous. <laughs> But, but I'm having fun. We're running long, but I'm having fun. We've got one more call that's been ringing in. What do you say? Uh, all right. One more call. All right. Area code 313. You are on with the war on morons. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Yeah, this is, this is Quint from Detroit. Um, and, 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 and I want to call because you was just talking about all these people say you, you can't support uh, Donald Trump and be black. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's ridiculous that people are saying that. Um, what do you well, think? Well, I think I think it's, I think Donald Trump. He, you know, I, 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 I'm gonna be. I'm gonna tell you. I didn't vote for him. I didn't vote for him. But but now I support Donald Trump, and I am a black woman. So I, I want everybody out there to know that Joe Biden. He he does not have your interests at heart. Joe Bosman is a a, a con man. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, definitely, I agree, and it's it's good to hear someone else standing up for themselves and speaking up for what they believe in. Um, it ain't right. It ain't right. You know, I, well, because because on a on a, a election day, I worked so hard for that man. I worked so hard for Joe Bosman and Kamala Harris, and I worked all day, all over Detroit, all over Wayne County, and they and and, and they didn't do a damn thing for me. Hold on, so, wait. so it's what? all about Donald Trump now. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's a little, I, it's I don't funny, need him. But uh, what what do you mean? You were were you a volunteer for their campaign or something? I mean, what happened? You could say that. Yeah, you know, I, I, well, you know what? I, I'm just gonna say it. You know, uh, everybody saying they say LaQuinta, don't say it, don't call the news. And I say I don't care if they put me on TV. I don't care if they put me on the radio. The people gotta know what happened because it ain't right what what Joe Bosman did to me. Because because Joe Bosman, I'm starting to think he might be a racist. Mm-hmm. You're starting to think that. Oh, okay. that's right. Well, what happened? He, he owes me fifteen hundred dollars. What? Fifteen hundred dollars, and, and, and they didn't pay me a, a damn cent. Can you believe that? All the work I did for that man, try to make him the president. What the hell did you do for him? We Why don't need him. Donald Trump, my president. Fifteen hundred, because I, because I, um, well, I tell you, I tell you, child, because what happened was these people had called me. And they said, LaQuinta, we got a job for you. On election day, we got a job for you. You go down to Detroit. You go to all the different polling places. And we're going to pay you $100 every single place you go. You, you know what I mean? So you're going to go. So, so I, said to, I said to them, I'll go to 15. I pledged 
15 polling places. Uh, they said, you know, there's going to be a line. I said, I don't care. I don't mind. You're going to give me $100. I'm standing in a line. Wait, you know, I'll why, wake up why early. Why were you going to these polling places? Why were you standing in line? So I could vote for Joe Bosman. So I I, I go down. I wake up early, too, honey. I, work up, I, I woke up at 7 in the morning. And and I, I and I and I vote all day long for Joe Bosman. Mm-hmm. And and, no. and and they gonna give me a hundred dollars per vote. And they didn't give me a they didn't give me a cent. Not one red cent. Well, you know, I have no sympathy for you, LaQuinta. I mean that's voter fraud. How, what do you mean? That's a federal crime. You can't vote more than one time. I'm registered, honey. I'm registered to vote. You're not registered as 15 different people. You're one person. You get one vote. That's the law. No, no, you don't understand. I got a lot of children. I got a lot of children. And you don't get to vote for them. No, you you committed a federal crime, a felony, multiple felonies, actually. Every single time you voted over the one time you're allowed was a felony. It was a felony. Well, well, here's the thing, though. I didn't actually do it. Um, I, 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 actually, I'm glad I didn't do it. Now that you tell me to, um, no. Well, see, I was going to do it, but uh-huh. I got a telephone call right before I was going to leave my house. It came through like I don't know, like seven seven thirty in the morning, and it says it's a, it's a robot call. You know the robot call? Yeah. And it says, "Stay home, stay safe." It's not safe to go vote today. Come back tomorrow. So so I, I went back in, in the house. I sat on the couch. I watched TV. Mm-hmm. You know what, LaQuinta? I would have believed you, but I don't, I don't believe you because I think that you just said that you went out to 15 different polling places and Joe Biden owes you $1,500. Well, no, no, no. Joe Biden, Joe, Joe Biden, he owes me $1,500 because I said I was going to vote 15 times, but I no, can't do it because sure the phone, the man on the phone says I got to um, stay home, stay safe. So, but they don't know that. So when I called them and I said, where's my money? They said, oh, LaQuinta, you didn't vote. I said, fuck, I did. You, 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 you owe me $1,500. So, so, uh, you know, who's going who's gonna to pay me that money? You going to pay me that money? You trying to scam the people who are trying to pull off the biggest election scam in recent history? Are you kidding me? It ain't a scam. I got a phone call. For all I know, that's from Joe Biden. It's you're, you're you know what you got you got some you got some nerve for sure, girl. Um, I don't even know what to believe. It's all garbage. Uh, I think you definitely got tied up in a lot of bad shit, and uh, I honestly wouldn't be surprised to see if you get arrested in the next couple of weeks here. Um, but well, yeah. look. Look, look, I, I ain't going to get arrested because I'm putting it out right now. I'm a black woman. I'm in Detroit, and I support Donald Trump, and he's the president. So if he's hearing this, I, I, I tell him whatever he wants to hear. I help him win the election. I help him, uh, I, I help him beat that uh, Joe Biden down. You just got to get me my motherfucking money. You know what? It's a little late for that, LaQuinta. Mm-hmm. We'll see. So did she commit voter fraud or was she too stupid to even do that well enough? What was she trying to accomplish by calling us? Did she think we were going to give her money? 
Why is she saying she supports Trump now? It's too late. I think she wants Trump to give her the $1,500. I don't know. Wow. Well, that's a mess. Um, but yeah, I can definitely understand why Michigan's taking as long as it is. To and that's the state. Together. That's the state that is determining the future of this country. It. I mean, right. look at these. We got fucking Michigan. And, I, and again, I'm speaking this as a Michigander, uh, you know, but I can tell you people leave for a reason. You got Detroit. You got fucking Philadelphia. You've got Nevada, Nevada. They can't count in Nevada. You're telling me they can't count? Half the people in Nevada count for a living. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, can, they yeah. can count at the casino, but they can't count at the polling places. They, they, they probably just, you know, they, they they're probably just taking bets. You know, you see, you see all that, that um, like with the odds on the election. We're like all night. It's like, all right, Joe Biden's favored 65% odds. Then all of a sudden Trump was favored. And then it was like flipping late on. And apparently you can still take action on it way past the time that all the votes are in. And then all of a sudden, like Nevada and Las Vegas, like they're the ones that are going to determine who the next president is. I'm pretty when sure. When are those bookies going to have to pay out? Because, I mean, I can imagine there's some people who maybe like betted on Biden and like they got their money, are they going to have to give that back when right. they, when they announce that Trump actually? Yeah, good luck. Money? Good luck tracking them down, right? Right. We're gonna have to get Vinny V on the show next week and talk to him about all the uh, all the betting stuff. Good idea. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's been fun, everybody. Thanks for joining us on our HMG brand new debut. We're gonna see you right here, same place next week for episode fifty-five. Have a great week, everybody.